What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, family, or guests come on the show, and we kiki about whatever the topic of the day is. So today I have with me one of my family members, one of my big cousins, Tiffany. Tiffany, you want to go ahead and say what's up? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I'm I'm the fun but old-fashioned cousin. It's definitely <laughs> so, the fun but old-fashioned. She's going to take care of you and make sure you have a good time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so whenever y'all get ready, y'all just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely have you a nice home cooked meal some drinks go out have a good time yep that's tiff but i'm excited to have her on the show today um we're gonna get in on this real hot topic later on but you know we start off every episode with the drink with coco so we was going over a few drinks so tiffany gonna give us a little rundown of some stuff she's been drinking lately Okay, so the main drink that I love, love, love to drink is a perfect margarita with that Grand Marnier and certain top shelf tequila. Only top shelf liquor when we're making these drinks now. So mainly everybody going to chill on Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. That's when that margarita is going to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, But we in the holiday weekend, y'all, and Red Bull, which... I don't sponsor any of these beverages, so <laughs> just know that. But with that, uh, Apple Crown and Sprite or Peach Crown with the Peach Red Bull right now. And you can get the Tropical Red Bull and mix that with rum. So those are some specialties if you want to go either dark or light. Not the dark rum, the light rum. Okay, okay. Yeah, all I got right now is light rum. Minus some rum that one of my coworkers had brought back from Jamaica. But yeah, I got all light rum right now. Mm, Well, I'll give you some recipes soon. You know, I I like that because that pure white Hennessy, Mm -hmm. everybody around the summertime, everybody likes that right now. That's why I messed up at. I ain't tell them bring me no white Hennessy. I was like, dang, I thought about it too late. (laughs) Well. We'll, we'll see. Oh, I should have asked my friends. They just got married, came back from Antigua. Mm-hmm. See if they can bring back some liquor. Yeah, <laughs> bring back some liquor and bring, bring it on when you make your way this way. <laughs> I really will. Gotta remember that. Yes. So I am a fan of all of those drinks. Red Bull. Even though this year I had kind of took a break from drinking Red Bull, I did fall off the wagon. Uh, I haven't been drinking them every day, though. I can still count on one hand how many times this year I had a Red Bull. So, uh, you know, I'm still doing good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yes, I, I love all of those drinks, rum. I love the crown peaches, as y'all know. Uh, crown apple, I do like crown apple, so... I definitely say try out all these drinks. And I mean, a classic, perfect margarita is always good anytime. So I'll definitely be making some of these drinks, y'all. 
So now that we got the drink with Coco going, we want to go ahead and get into the word on the street. So this week's word on the street, Delta was allegedly offering passengers. They um, asked eight passengers to give up their seats on a flight and offered them $10,000. I guess one guy said he didn't accept it or whatever. But for me, so whenever I take time off from work, I always give myself like an extra day or two to kind of like get my mind right to go back to work. So it wouldn't have bothered me to be like, are you going to get me on a flight out the same day? Are you going to make accommodations for me if you can't get me out to the next day? But I would have took that $10,000. <laughs> would you? I would have taken it $10,000 and been like, just pay for my accommodations. I'll get in this rental car mm-hmm. and this will pay for my room and I will get back home. Long as y'all, mm-hmm. y'all can take care of these other things. That's ten. Right. That's $10,000 I didn't have. <laughs> and that was way more than what any accommodations, any of your flights would have actually been you can mm-hmm. actually go to Africa yep you take a whole other trip off that money to pay down some bills too yep. and on some trips right you can pay down some bills and go on some trips so whoever that man was that said he did not take it I'm like you a fool and plus if he had bought more than one ticket that would have been a couple a few G's you know <laughs> That would have did. That would have did. That would have paid for the trip, whatever trip he was right. on. Right, because I sure would. If I had to be at the work next day, I sure would have called him. Like, look, you know how the airport, the airlines is doing. They done. They done cancel my flight. Huh. So I, I would have finagled that, but I would have got that ten thousand dollars. <laughs> huh. I'm like, plus, what's a couple few hours anyway? Like the the airports these days. Like, even if you do have to wait a couple hours, it's so accommodating in the airport these days like what's in in the airport a couple more hours you can go to a restaurant have you some drinks go shop if you want like you can go do some things in the airport and depending on how long the layover is or the whatever the location is like you might be able to even leave the airport and go do some extra if you need to you know So I'm like, that man a fool if he turned down. I mean, he must have had some money if he felt like he needed to turn down that 10K. But I feel like even a wealthy person would take that 10K because they'd be like, oh, I can invest this. And that's what I was thinking. It's it's about how you would use the money in reference to the inconvenience because you're mm-hmm. being very well compensated for a few hours. Yeah. It's not half a day. 10 G's for a half a day. Mm-hmm. I'd say. He ain't did no work. Hmm. Ain't did nothing illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's more than what a lot of airlines are doing. They just canceling folks' flights and saying tough tip. They'd be like, oh, you need to get in or, hey, we've combined you with this other flight and now we are, you, you can be here at this time. If not, um, make yep. some other arrangements. And it's going to be it an, extra, an extra charge for this change flight. Like, extra charge, fool. I didn't cancel my flight. I didn't change my flight. You did. <laughs> So I think I think that's real disrespectful. They canceling people's flights, not offering them no 
no alternative like well here's another flight that we can book you on we'll keep it at the same price because I had a friend who was supposed to come out to Chicago while I was up there and she was like I was like hey did you make it in she was like girl my flight got canceled I was like what she was like yeah I said they it's not another flight you could get on she said they too expensive at this point so they didn't even offer her like uh, um, like to put her on another flight and just keep the fare the same. They said it's canceled and you got to rebook a whole nother flight. She should have called them because a lot of times when they are consolidating those flights, yeah, they do. They are very accommodating to say, well, hey, you might have a two leg flight, um, but you're going to have a short window for your layover. So yeah. it's something you want to do. Mm. And most of the time, it's, it's doable. It's yeah. just not your original flight. Either you're going to be booked way early or way later. And if you're coming mm. into a little place like this, I don't think like on a weekend or certain days, mm. they not have an incoming flight past like 10 o'clock because yeah. you're coming someplace else and you can't really get right. back out like you yeah, that's one thing I can say. I do not miss living by no little airport because them flights get pricey coming into them uh smaller airports. But sometimes you can get just buy two one ways and go to a big airport. Mm-hmm. It might be a little drive, but it's less for you because that's one of your layovers. You get yeah. on a little jet take you to the big airplane and then you can get on a direct flight yeah because that's how it is whenever I have to uh go to Mississippi we'll because it's a Gulf port it's a small airport and then you have to get on a little plane to get to Atlanta and then from Atlanta you can get to wherever you gotta go but yeah yeah I'm to I that man crazy who said he didn't take that money because I definitely would have took it and ran with it like you say how much all right yeah 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 we we can do that we can do that (laughs) yeah that man is a fool but speaking of men getting a little bit more wise these days so in Florida, you know, last week we talked about how the Roe versus Wade decision was overturned. Um, and there is a urologist in Florida who says that he would normally get about requests for vasectomies, four or five requests a day. He said that number has changed to about 12 to 18 a day. And honestly, I think men should be doing this type of thing just because they can't control what a woman does with her body. You know what I'm saying? If she gets pregnant and decide this is what I want to what I want to do, they just have to go with it. So to help themselves alleviate these problems now that they just can't pay it, pay it to go away is like, look, let's just let's just not not be in this situation at all. Like I can't even have kids like I think it, I think it's a smart decision on men's parts because vasectomies can be um, undone. So if they really just like say they find themselves in a situation later in life where their spouse is now saying, I want to have a kid, but, you know, he ain't got no kids. He had this vasectomy. He can go and get it undone and boom, they can have a baby or however that works. But <laughs> what you think? Um. 
it's it's a a personal choice in reference to how you feel about science and surgeries. Mm-hmm. Most men don't want to get that snip snip. Yeah, true. <laughs> but in in that instance, it's a responsible choice, or they can do like women do: go har- harvest your sperm for a little while, so you can see what you want to do. And mm-hmm. that way, if you get the vasectomy, and you it, you can make sure because you know sometimes men have other activities mm-hmm. that harm their sperm or harm harm that 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 little area there yeah where they can't have kids so make sure when they're gonna make that choice they're looking at all options with yeah you. so yeah I mean it's responsible it's just whether or not that's for you because I don't think everybody agrees with them telling us what we can do with our body. It's like mm-hmm. you're human at the end of the day. And every every law that was created was created for a human. So yeah. you're going to then tell the humans what they can do biologically. That Because that's to me, that's a spinoff for a whole, to open up doors or close doors to a whole lot of things to get a lot of new things represented yeah so, you know that that could be a vast number of things that could take place with that and yeah I don't know if they really they only thought about what they were voting on they didn't think about that the backlash or everything is going to release as a result yeah I feel like if they were to now I am pro-choice or whatever so I feel like if states wants it, I mean, I don't agree that you should be telling me what I should do with my body and what I should not. But if there are instances where someone was raped or, you know, incest or whatever, a woman should be able to have an abortion because why should she be made? It wasn't her fault. Why should she made, be made to live with that decision or live with that situation? when she don't have to, like I was just seeing online earlier today, there was a little girl in Ohio and I guess in Ohio, I'm assuming the way it was worded, I didn't look at what the rule was, but maybe after six weeks, she can't get an abortion. And so there's a 10 year old little girl out there who got in, I'm assuming, cause they didn't, they didn't say what the situation was, but they said in a, uh, uh, domestic violence or an abuse doctor was referring her to Indiana to get the abortion because she was like six weeks and some six yeah six weeks and some change uh pregnant so she was referring her to Indiana to get the abortion because she couldn't get it in Ohio and I feel like in instances like that the fact that an a abuse doctor you know, is trying to refer her, is telling you she wasn't just hiding the pants. She wasn't out there just doing something like somebody did this to her. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's just like, why should you make a 10 year old become a parent when she didn't even ask for that? You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I think vasectomies are good ideas. I think you um, gave a good idea. Like if you were to go through with a vasectomy, you know, go ahead and store some of your sperm. So if later on in life, because having surgeries, regardless of how invasive or non-invasive they are, they can definitely be harmful. So I definitely think like that's a good idea as well. Like 
set you some to the side. And if later on your woman is like, I want to have a baby, y'all can do that. You know what I'm saying? But you made a responsible choice to not ruin your life or some woman's life because y'all live in a place where they don't allow that. And I mean, everybody don't have access or the money to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people have been saying, you know, what if people don't have money to go like a few few states over or whatever to get the abortion, you know, and I, I get it. Um, I think it's just a shitty situation to be in. Well, you did you see the thing on Instagram where um, basically some woman, it didn't say the state, but soon as uh, everything got passed, some doctors was like, hey, talking to their lawyers, making sure they don't lose their license. Yeah. Like a lady came in with a tubal ligation and they needed to operate. They had the lady waiting for six hours before the lawyer could get back to the doctor for mm-hmm. them to make a decision, which then she ended up having to wait 14 more hours. Mm. Um, and by that time, they was talking about I don't know how many cc's of blood. Like she had built up so much blood, and they was happy that they by the time they was able to operate, it didn't kill her. Right. So that's one of those options that hey, how can you just say the law? You make the law so black and white. Either mm. you can't do this. And it's no other option. There should be other options in reference to the medical field Mm -hmm. according to the information that's provided. And keep that on the medical. Yeah. On on the medical side where it's black and white, you checking off the boxes Mm -hmm. and put that as a law. It leaves options open for women in, in various different instances to preserve life right that's what it's about science is about preserving life Mm -hmm. don't just make it to where this decision is impacting a certain sex and you just can't do it anymore yeah yeah the whole decision was trash um and I definitely think everybody should be looking for alternate means of contraception you know contraception instead of just the pull-out method, the rhythm method, because y'all gonna find yourselves in a situation you don't want. Well, they always think them girls gonna swallow them kids. They just be in a whole nother situation. I just be looking at these young folks like, do y'all know what, what that is? If you get your stomach pump, it's still gonna be there in some years. <laughs> People ain't out here swallowing them kids, y'all. Don't bank on it. <laughs> but you know, I think that um, all in all, like I said, it was a bad dis- situation, a bad decision. Um, I hope, I mean, it's not going to stop people from finding themselves in these situations. It's definitely going to make having an abortion a more risky situation because now you're going to have more back alley people feeling like, I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you because they're trying to get some coins and, you know, people can die from that type of thing so they're not stopping it from happening they're just making it more unsafe like some bbls mm-hmm. yep people going over to them other countries to get bbls or whatever and come back and be dead 
they say BBLs are one of the most dangerous uh, uh, plastic surgeries to get. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I don't need all that. I like me just <laughs> the way I am. Like, you know, maybe a little lipo, maybe a little tummy tuck, but I ain't getting no BBL. <laughs> Get this stomach on flat, flat. <laughs> you. I, I just think that like surgeries, they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Utilize it where needed. Yeah. The rest, you know, for the yeah. yeah. So now we're going to go ahead and roll into the hot cup of cocoa this week. I'm excited to have Tiffany come on and talk about this subject. Like we kind of talked about it a little bit before we started recording. And, um, you know, Tiffany's primary business is life insurance. And I think it like it just ties into the whole concept of like being in a relationship, taking care of the person that you're with. And so earlier this week, Jasmine Brown got on someone else's podcast, Shamboo Drums podcast. The podcast is called Lovers and Friends. And so Lovers and Friends is hosted by Shamboo Drums. She is a licensed therapist, sex therapist, like that. And she, you know, reaches out to different people to come on her show and she doesn't come to them with the topic. She basically goes to them and says, hey, what's a topic that you would like to discuss? And so Jasmine Brown, when she reached out to her, she said she wanted to talk about submission. Now, submission is, is I mean, it's, I think it's going to always be a hot topic because it's constantly being brought up. But her thoughts on being submissive are pretty much, I do everything for my man. I I read his mind to make sure he's taken care of. You know, I pay attention to the things that he likes and make sure that I'm doing those things for him. You know, that type of thing. And I don't see nothing wrong with being that type of woman. But I also know my strong suits personally. Now I can cook, I can clean, I don't iron. So I won't be ironing your clothes. And even, even now, like just being older and having lived life, like my man gotta be able to cook and clean too. Like that's a lot of responsibility. Like I feel like it should be more of a shared responsibility. But when I think of being submissive and thinking in a concept of, allowing my man to lead and I follow I do believe in that but I also see it as it needs to be a partnership shouldn't one person's needs be a higher priority of over the other person's needs okay well that brings about a lot of like the foundation basically what you look at as as a foundation even Mm -hmm. though you say you're willing to allow your man to lead in a relationship, I, I just feel that, hey, you have to be each other's peace. So yeah. wherever he's weak, which it might not, it might not be both of y'all strong suit to iron. Yeah. But you know that he done provided this top of the line dryer where you just throw them clothes in the dryer. Even if you don't have the top of the line dryer, y'all know mm-hmm. I always got some remedies. You get you a nice <laughs> towel. 
You take a clean towel and wet it. Throw it in the dryer with them clothes. Let it turn a little bit and you take it out and you then hang it up and put it in the bathroom when you're in the shower. Let it steam the rest of the way. Bam. Yeah. You got what you need. It's just <laughs> being creative, resourceful, yeah. and you all have to be each other's peace. And being submissive, mm-hmm. I've had... <laughs> <laughs> I, you, this is making me laugh because I guess I'm probably telling my age. I'm not a cougar, but hey, <laughs> sometimes men just tell you what they want. And my thing is, I can't give you all of your wants up front. Mm-hmm. We need to grow into that over time. And if you haven't told me or given me some kind of inkling how to be your piece, I don't think submission is uh, me submitting to you mm-hmm. in a relationship is going to actually work. And it's different for every woman, but I, be- I believe in a man leading. But I believe in, hey, you the, you the head, I'm the neck. So yeah. if you communicate to me, you'll be able to turn like you need to. Yeah. And that that's just how it is you can't just communicate one part of it you might be communicating something for my nose but what the nose got to do with the neck in in reference to that yeah so you you have to get the whole entire picture which sometimes people hide that from you in the communication so communication is key in being submissive and they you all don't have to tell tell each other what they want but you can teach your partner how to be each other's peace. So then you can make sure everybody submits because submission doesn't just go one way. They always put it on the woman. But if you're submitting to the man, he's going to submit to you and make sure you're taken care of. That's a part of his peace. His protector, right. provider, the priest of the family, and you'll be able to handle everything. So. That's just my opinion on, on that. On that. Yeah, I, I definitely think like men also have to be submissive to their woman too. It's not all about I'm going to submit to you and you not submit to me. But to me, that's how the partnership works. You know what I'm saying? Like, and as much as people want to stray away from gender roles, when you think of submission, gender roles plays a very big, you know, part in that submission. You know what I'm saying? Like if we living in a house and now, I mean, there are some situations where I have seen the woman is the person that work, the man stay at home. That would never be my situation. But, you know, I've seen that dynamic. I've seen it where the woman is the one that fix things, builds things and the man don't. And I'm just like, you know, if I got to, you know, I do what I have to do. But... If you hear, you can build this and put this together. <laughs> Listen, do not block that blessing. You might have that man that make you want to sit at home and do these other things. As much as we like to travel, mm. you might get that man that's going to make you sit down. <laughs> true story, true story. Um yeah, but my man ain't never gonna sit at home. <laughs> That's one dynamic I ain't never going with. <laughs> you both can never sit at home because hey, unless unless he got like unless he got money coming in, you he got some he, checks 
coming in. No man, even if they make him bank like that, they ain't just they ain't sitting down. Y'all still doing a lot. But yeah. it, it'll make you sit down and not do as much as you do. True. So do you think women should baby their men and spoil their men? It depends on what babying and spoil is. Mm-hmm. Men, it depends on what the man's foundation is too as well. Mm-hmm. Some you have those baby boys. Yeah. <laughs> then you have those mama boys. Mm-hmm. But then you have the eldest son, as I may say. No, no matter if you the only son or just the oldest child. It depends on what their foundation is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't benefit a man. You're enabling him if you baby him and he don't know what to do with it. I so. just think when it comes to, say, babying or spoiling your man. So the way the Jasmine girl made it seem was like she going to pack his luggage for him. Of course, she going to cook for him. She going to just basically whatever his need and want is, she's going to meet it. And I don't see nothing wrong if you able to do, to do it, but I just don't think it's sustainable over time. You know what I'm saying? Like at some point you're going to feel resentful that you doing all these things for this man and maybe you not getting that reciprocated or, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe your what you want now is different from what you want five years down the road. You may be cool with being a stay-at-home wife now, but what if at some point you say, I want to start my own business or I want to do XYZ? Like now you're not able to fix his meals every day. You're not able to pack his bags every time he take a trip, or you know, it's gonna be some th- some times or some things that you aren't able to commit to anymore because now you're a different person. But this person is used to you doing that. You know what I'm saying? And so now it's just like, well, you used to do this, you used to do that, and now they resentful because you changed. Well, um, I guess the six. Statistics show that men marry you for what? What was it say? Men marry women or be with women for who they are right now, so they mm-hmm. don't want us to change. Yeah, women get with men or marry the men for the potential and the things that he can do or that he has started to do and it grows. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in in that situation. It's worse right now because we have this microwave mentality. If you know your man, if you all get into an agreement, agreements can will be meant to change. Mm-hmm. But as they change, you all should discuss it and communicate. Communication is key because as a result, hey, I'm going to be doing these things. I can make sure it happens still, but I may not be the one that's doing it. So as a result, what does that look like right we can keep the peace between both of us and you can still get what you need or is it that i can meal prep and then you might not have that fresh food every day like i was doing Mm -hmm. together on sunday it's a compromise you still have the same your meals set out for the week it's the same thing except it's not fresh line and made this every day and i'm not putting forth the effort every day but you're still the same quality of a meal like 
it's all in a compromise, all in the communication, and you go from there. Definitely. I, I definitely think the the baby and your man, it comes, like you said, it comes down to compromise because people change over time, you know, and I think like you should always do some type of check-in with your spouse, however often y'all, y'all find that to be a thing, but do a check-in to see where y'all are, if you still on the same page, or if you feel like y'all not on the same page, try and get on the same page. Um, Cause I know like when I was married, like he couldn't cook. So I had to cook. It was either I'm going to cook or you going to buy us dinner. Like, one or the other and so when I realized meal prep meal prepping is a lot of work (laughs) it was like look meal prepping is a lot of work but I found this company that will cook for us because I can't (laughs) and I I cook once a week it depends on the time you saving and how you're doing it Mm -hmm. you gotta be very 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 strategic and meticulous about list shopping and getting it done yeah yeah it's it's definitely uh but to me I just look at it like when you talk about compromise the head the the neck you know it all to me just it's a it's all a partnership it all gotta work together so I just when it comes to being submissive I think submissive submission comes with the territory because in order for y'all to work y'all each have to be submissive to each other in whatever way that looks to y'all you know what I'm saying it'll work out in that manner mm-hmm. so it could be in the air don't hide it because when you hide it that's when things from the shadow spark up and then you be like um I thought I told you <laughs> <laughs> so do you think a woman can be submissive and still be considered a part so, like I said, I think you can still be a partner and be submissive just based on how that looks to y'all, to the couple, you know? If most alpha males that I've been around, mm-hmm. and I'm going to categorize guys in general, alpha males ain't having it. It's like, hey, we discussed this. I told you how it's going to go. You be the neck. You better turn. I'm telling you how to turn. I'm going to give you everything what to do in the, for this head to turn. Mm-hmm. It, that's what it is. Yeah. If, if you have that Sigma man or that nonchalant man, then it's different. It's, it's all in the person you're actually dealing with. Like, But uh, uh, most alpha male, which... I look at things in reference. Like I said, I'm still a little Mm old-fashioned. So, and I think, well, in my, I'm going to say in my opinion, even when I see um, men being raised by women, Mm -hmm. you know, um, if they've been taught to be chivalrous and be a man's man, the role is still going to be the same. When you have men that, don't know as much of what to do then that partnership works a little bit different because it's like they're it's a true friend friend friendship and they're growing together into whatever they're working on so it just depends on what the individual's foundation is and what they're doing when they're growing together Mm -hmm. because um 
in some instances you can't still <laughs> be submissive if if you don't have that person yeah your male is is not really having it it's all basically men set it up like they say they know within five minutes if you're gonna be that one they they going after mm-hmm. and it starts from day one really yeah. and you you know which way you need to roll from there or not and and I agree I definitely think men set the tone um because I know there are instances in relationships I've been in where it's like you know they set the tone like I'm the alpha you know what I'm saying but I by myself independently can be an alpha because it's just like all I got is me to take care of you know I do what I want when I want I spend my money how I want when I want you know what I'm saying like I do what I deem is necessary for me so when I do enter into a relationship I need that man to like set the tone of what it's gonna be from the get-go because if you come into it nonchalant then I'm gonna be the alpha and you can't change that once I done got it in my head I'm the alpha and I run this show that's what that's gonna be (laughs) and we not gonna be it's not gonna work out in the long run (laughs) That was a learned behavior, cousin. <laughs> that was a learned behavior. I'm just going to say that. It is to- definitely a learned behavior. And so it's weird that you say that because I felt it was always a um always a thing for me to feel like even when I was younger. I was like, I don't want to be single for forever because I don't want to get set in my ways. I want to be able to be what I need to be for the man that I'm going to be with and, you know, whatever. But then, like, of course, I spent a lot of time single. So I've gone throughout my life making my own decisions. And so not having to talk with somebody before I make a decision or whatever, it's kind of like it is a learned behavior. And so it's like, I've been told by friends, like you can't be in control of everything. Like you just gotta let things be sometimes. And so, yeah, I I find myself in that space where I'm just like, okay, how can I make myself submit? It could be something as simple as directions on how to get someplace. Like, you know, they driving somewhere and I'm like, well, why you didn't go this way? And they like, well, you want to drive? And I'm like, nope. Like, okay, I'll be quiet. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's something as simple as allowing a man to take his own directions to get you someplace versus you telling him how to get there. Well, one of the ladies at the church told me in a relationship when we dealing with the men, you just have to learn how to sit back and say, say, okay, the, I'm gonna give this analogy. Like when you clean in the kitchen, mm-hmm. everybody can make decisions and do everything else, but you always sweep and mop last. And she yeah. said, the sweeping and mopping is, is your job. So no matter how much he mess up and clean up, at the end of the day, it's your job to make sure you sweep up. And because you you his backbone, you make yeah. him look good. So no matter how he messed it up, it's just for you to <laughs> come through and clean it up afterwards. She was like, "Don't say nothing. Yeah. You already know what it is. Just after he do it, you straighten it up." I said, "Really? 
I don't want to do double work. She said, you're not doing double work. You just make sure when you put your hands on it, you touch it last. Yeah. Oh, that's really really smart. I was like, I wish sometime I would remember that because it's sometimes, you know, emotions as women. It it doesn't always work like that. But when I think about that, sometimes I have to sit back and just touch it last. Mm-hmm. I definitely be um thinking about that part like like it makes total sense when you put it like that you know what I'm saying because you know people do things a certain way and they don't do it the way you want it and so it's just like <laughs> it's not that you doing double work or whatever it's just you doing the overall once over like everything is good mm-hmm. you know um and I think that's that's fine you know um but yeah, I think in today's society, it's oh, it's hard. That might be microwave all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to be a submissive woman because so many like like I was saying earlier, I feel like celebrities they they post about it and make it public. Like, oh, my man did this for me. He flew me out. He paying my bills. He bought me Louis, Gucci, Birkin bags, you know, all of this and that. But these women are also in a space where, and I've said this on the show before, they're also in a space where they can spoil their man financially the way that they're being spoiled. So I think it's unfair that we compare our situations to their situation because we ain't the same. You know what I'm saying? What their submission looks like is different from what our submission look like because they may can afford to have a cleaning person come clean their house or, or somebody come cook their meals. So it's not a matter of, yeah, I cook and clean for my man. So maybe you packing his suitcase for him to go on a trip or something is something that y'all would do. You know, most of us, we going on vacation I half the time when I take off from work, I might go to work for half the day and go home and try and get myself ready if I don't do it the night before. You know what I'm saying? Or one of those people that's like a week prior, I'm packing up all my stuff or whatever. Like I'm a last minute person. I'm either nine times out of 10, I'm packing my stuff the morning of. And I because in my head, I literally get overwhelmed when it comes to packing. Like, because I be trying to think like, I want to pack light, but I want to have options. And so the whole week, I'm probably thinking like, what am I about to put together? Like how does, what outfits I'm going to pack? You know, what shoes I'm going to pack to go with these outfits? Like I'm literally trying to figure out all these things. And so when it comes time to pack, it kind of just be like, okay, well, I said this, this, and this, so I know I'm gonna put this in the suitcase. And then I start just throwing stuff in the suitcase when I be like, oh, I need pajamas. I need something to just lounge around in. I can't forget how she, like. (laughs) So like, because I know I'm that way, I don't think I could be like, I'm gonna pack your bags, pack your own bags, because I'm struggling to pack my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like maybe maybe that's what that looks like for you doing those type of things for your man when for us it could be something as simple as I make sure the house is clean I make sure we got food you know because that's something you're gonna normally time into your day (laughs) well cousin in a man's instance 
a lot of they suits don't have all these colors and options. When mm. they packing, it's simple. They need these few little things. They toiletry. They and they they simple. Yeah. I'm I'm probably I probably get overwhelmed, but I I be like I need too many options. So I make I start packing the week before, and I set out all these outfits. And then when it's time to go, I'm making sure I'm traveling somewhere like Southwest to save some money because I'm gonna have two suitcases full of stuff. Half of it you don't even wear. Mm-hmm. When I travel, I take the biggest suitcases I got. <laughs> Just so I can keep it to one. So all my suitcases are pretty much really big. I think I just recently started buying like maybe weekend type luggage or whatever. And even then still, that thing be packed to the rim. I wanted me a new, I have a Patricia Nash, but I wanted me a new tote and carry. Mm, yeah, I've been looking at those. And then what is it? The something Albert. Now I like the Albert one because you can have your clothes on the hanger and put it in there yeah. and then zip it up and then make the bag and put your stuff on. Yeah. I think we need to learn how to uh capsule closet our um traveling. Yeah. So we won't have to carry all that stuff. But that would be a perfect bag. Definitely. Um none of my by the time I get done packing, my stuff don't even be folded up no more. <laughs> We're going to have to get you the capsule. So I, I do that. have the capsule. So I'll be trying to put my stuff in the capsule. Stuff will go in the capsules. And then when I run out of the little capsules or whatever, that's when I just start throwing stuff in the suitcase. <laughs> It'd be like, it. okay, all of this fit in, in this capsule, in this capsule. <laughs> mm -hmm. We either going to do that. That's giving me ideas. We're going to get you the large Ziploc bags. Mm -hmm. So you can just have them. And if you can't fit it in a Ziploc bag and have your stuff laid out to go in the suitcase, mm -hmm. I mean, you don't need to take it. So now it's easier said than done. Now I've been trying these new things. It works if I actually don't add the other stuff. Yeah. It'll work. And then I wear and I make sure I take one extra outfit per day because it'll fit in a suitcase. Mm. We're going to get you on that because yeah. I know when I leave in September, I'm I'm in my I'm already thinking in my head what I'm taking. I'm you don't like, need a whole lot. Only I'm like I only want to take two suitcases with me. I'm like I want one to just be gear and whatever other shit they gonna give me, and <laughs> the other one I want to be my personal stuff. But I know when it comes down to it, I'm gonna be sitting here like, okay, I need workout gear. I'm gonna take like two pair of jeans and this. Okay, I got my uniforms. Like <laughs> it's gonna be a whole. A whole thing. That's why I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> well, we gonna we. I'm gonna work on you. I'm gonna work on you. We are gonna make it real easy. Two months. I'm, I'm thinking about packing two two months early. <laughs> and still not gonna have all of the stuff. Still gonna be waiting until your care package, cousin. <laughs> but you know what? I am gonna need care packages because I'm like I don't want to take because I will take my whole life when I went to Korea. I was like, I don't want to have to buy no toiletries. So I went over there with like a year supply of deodorant, toothpaste, all in my suitcase. I had like, I told myself I was only taking two. I still took three. It was, and it wasn't like I couldn't get none of this stuff over there. Like it's a store on base. I could have went and got everything I needed. 
but I was like, I just want to have, I want to make sure I have it. <laughs> like I just, when it comes to packing, I really get stressed out. Cause I just be like, I don't want to not have it. That's true. But that's going to be your, your new home for a while. So you're not, you're going to need just the minimum to make it at least a month. Mm-hmm. That's it. Whatever you can have for that month, that's all you're going to need. And you, it's going to be hot. It's, it's gonna be hot, so you can take the, you can take some workout clothes, just the bare minimum, some pajamas, one of each pair of shoes, well, two pair of tennis shoes, mm-hmm. a flip flops, a sandal, yeah, and at least one or two pumps, and that's easy. Now I ain't say I'm, I can't take no heels with me. This ain't that type of party. <laughs> y'all, y'all won't have no events that you would need one pair of dress. Okay, well, then that's that means you don't need them kind of outfits either. Nah, I don't need so I don't need no go out clothes. This is strictly like workout clothes, pajamas, uniforms, maybe like a pair of jeans, two pair of jeans. I feel like I need a blue pair and a black pair, and you know, just some interchangeable shirts to go with them jeans uh some gym See, shoes that's like you already got it that means you your suitcase is packed you don't have to worry about all that other stuff you're gonna get <laughs> those toiletries together that one suitcase gonna be together you got this mm-hmm. that don't have nothing else you got to worry yeah. about well, i'm gonna definitely i'm gonna have to get those uh storage size ziploc bags or whatever and yep, I that's what i was just writing down that i'm gonna be sending to you <laughs> thank you but yeah so a lot like a lot of times when I talk about different subjects like of course these are my perspectives my opinions how I feel like I operate um and I could sit here all day and be like I can't be packing your bag and my bag too I highly I don't really see that happening but uh, (laughs) you never say never because it could change that's all it could change, you know, because like you said, the right man could have me doing these type of things. But then when you was also talking about the different types of men, like only sons or eldest or youngest or whatever, um, the only the only sons and the eldest sons, they are typically like alphas and, you know, I can do my own thing or whatever. And so, like, the person I'm with now, I don't foresee him being like, hey, can you pack my bag for me? Mm -hmm. I feel like he gonna be the one, like, my bag packed, why yours ain't packed? (laughs) And then he'll lay your bag out and say, here goes some of the stuff you need to go in this bag so you can be ready. (laughs) Talking about, oh, come on, try this outfit on because I know you want to take this. Yeah. And that be him. Like, why they do that, though? <laughs> just buy it for me and put it in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. Don't try it on and, and hint at it. Just tell me. Just if that's yeah. 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 So um, you know, I definitely think women today can be submissive, but I think it's submissive and what that look like in your relationship to you and your partner. Because what this couple over here may do may not work for you and your relationship. And so I definitely, and that's another thing I guess that bothers me about social media 
and where we get our ideas from. Like, it's nice to take certain things from what other people do. And sometimes even taking stuff from other people, you still have to curtail that to your relationship. And I think that's the part we don't put too much thought into. It's just like, oh, that man out there buying shirts, buying, doing this and doing that. My man should be doing the same thing. And it's nice to hold your man to a certain standard, but also be cognizant of what he can do. You know, because these these wealthy men out here, they can do that. Your man might not be able to pay all the bills, buy gifts, pay for the trips, you know, and all of that. Your man may be able to pay all the bills and that's it. And so that's where you come in and be like, I help out, I, I'll pay for trips or, you know, pay for, pay the household bills, like, you know, just utilities or whatever that look like to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But it might not be feasible to expect for your man to pay for everything. And I think that's where us as women have to be um, have some discernment as well, like understanding what everybody else do ain't what you should be doing. That's true. See, this this gonna be end up being a two parter because <laughs> you, usually when you have those type of situations, it also could be what what levels are you all in your relationship? Because mm-hmm. how can I think it was on? I can't think of the pod show, and I I didn't look at it. I didn't look at it, but. It ends up being a discussion, especially with Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. He he gave a lot of game to guys. A lot of women didn't like him. He, he was an arrogant man. Don't don't yeah. get me wrong. The message, though, it was a real message. Mm-hmm. If if you want a man, number one. In the United States, most women are overweight. I'm overweight. I like to eat. I'm a foodie. But on the same token, what man don't want a childbearing woman? Yeah. Means that you can't, you really shouldn't scientifically, you should not be overweight. You should be healthy and all these things to bear a child. Mm-hmm. She will lay out those foundations to whereas, hey, the man would be the alpha taking care of everything where the woman would be able to submit and be I won't, this is probably wrong but in my opinion be in a woman's place mm-hmm. that her be feminine about things and when you're looking at the female compared to a male, hey she's there to be nurturing to basically I won't even say always cook and clean to me cleaning goes with everybody that that's domiciled in that house yeah um cooking it depends on what your preference is because you want to make sure it is yummy yummy because mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody can't cook good food that part <laughs> <laughs> and then is it's everything else entertainment and everything else mm-hmm. so in the submission part you like you said you're gonna have roles but female compared to male and that's how you're going to be able to stand and you if you started that way you the same way you got them it's the same way you keep them yep so me no th- this is a no for y'all and i ain't trying to stop nobody back but if you start now paying all the bills and being extravagant and whatever else make sure you can sustain that because 
if you can't, she gonna be looking at you sideways and ready to go when you ain't still doing them same things. You know, um, cause I will say like fresh out the gate. I mean, that if, if fresh out the gate, a man I was interested in came and was like, let me take, let me pay your bills, you know, X, Y, Z. I would be down for the cause, but most men just fresh out the gate ain't offering up that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It could be something as simple as let me take you to dinner. Let me take, let's, you know, let's do a weekend getaway. It might be simple stuff like that, you know, but, and those are things that I think a woman would appreciate, you know, being taken out, just the simple things. I think we've gotten away from the simple gestures and it's all got to be this, this grand, you know, this grand show or whatever, because everybody like to post what they got going on on the social medias. It's the little things. If they, if they break everything down and just did little things, those bigger things will not be as grand when they post it on social media, because they're going to look at, oh, I'm getting flowers. Like, to me, I buy me flowers once every two weeks. So if you yeah. buy me flowers, you can buy me flowers once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. That is just a ritual you keep up. If you're just trying to take over some things that I'm doing for myself, that's when things come into play. How you you treat somebody how you want to be treated. So exactly. in essence, when, when you do those things for somebody, give them their love language. Mm-hmm. That's really you submitting. People don't realize that. When yeah. you treat somebody else, that means that's how you loving on them. They're going to see how you give off that and they'll give it back. And that's how you keep everybody happy and you're submitting to each other in, in both roles. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely agree that, like I said, submission can happen. It needs to happen both ways. And I think that, um, I think we need to stop focusing so much on social media and everybody else's opinion because everybody got an opinion, you know what I'm saying? Uh, And focus on what's important to you and the person that you in a relationship with Uh, and have those conversations because if you just basing your whole life on what's going on on social media, you're not ever going to be happy or find a person that's right for you because you too busy trying to do what everybody else is doing. So submission is possible. You, it just depends on what that look like in your relationship. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yep. So you got any final thoughts that you would like to, you know, give? And I know me and Tiffany had another conversation set out, which was to talk about having life insurance, making sure your loved ones are taken care of um and so should definitely be back so we can have that conversation but you know any any final words we should have a part two because life insurance and building those type of relationships with the foundation they they deal with some of the same things yeah and we're looking at what you're doing in society and what it looks like for you that's when you're building wealth utilizing all of those different things so this is a part of it so yeah continuing a part two yes so we will she will be back on to continue this conversation and you know talk about that type of stuff because I don't think we talk about 
that type of stuff enough. I think we be so focused on the right now, we bought a house right now, we driving a Benz right now, but what is that gonna look like five years down the road? You know, like I have some financial goals that I want to achieve and I bought, when I got promoted back in 2013, I had bought a BMW. You know, I've been riding that BMW since 2014. We've been riding. And I said, when I bought it, I was like, I'm gonna ride it to the wheels fall off and I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, but the goal, I have, like I said, I have some financial goals that I want to achieve. And so I'm like, maybe it's not a good time for me to be driving that expensive of a car. You know what I'm saying? It's not to say that I can't afford it because I can, but I got some other things that are more important than driving a BMW. So I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and get me something like a Honda or whatever. Gas prices is getting <laughs> crazy. I don't want to be putting premium gas and nothing right now. You know what I'm saying? But I got to because the type of car I have, but I'm like, I don't want to pay astronomical amounts for gas. Like gas in the South is not as expensive as it is up North. Like I could spend 50 to $60 and fill my tank up. Hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. What gallon tank you have? I think it's like a 16 or 18 gallon. And then all the cost you empty. I don't get I don't get past a quarter <laughs> tank of gas. When I get to that quarter tank of gas, I'll be like, this thing is gonna park until I get some gas. But I ain't gonna I, quarter. Hmm. I'm a little too right mm -hmm. now. A small car. Well, you know, I've always driven them small cars. Yeah. But it costs me 40 something dollars. Really? If it's, if my light is only if my light is on and mm -hmm. gas is four eighty or five or more mm -hmm. that's why i was like oh and you're using premium i still but i still begin get the gas on base too oh okay because it's like it. if i don't get gas on friday if i leave work i ain't going nowhere <laughs> so uh yeah i be getting gas on base because their price is off base i'd be like nah I can't well, bait it. <laughs> oh, for real, for real. We're going to set your plan up and get you one of these good cash cars. <laughs> going to be charging at the house. Yeah. And the gas in. Or you you got it. Just go and get you a Tesla where the, some of the stuff is free, cousin. And yeah. then your, your BMW will be paid off. you have to call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that BMW paid off. Not sure. I'd be like, we rolling, rolling. But, um, you know, somebody was asking me, like, well, how you gonna go from a BMW to a Honda? I'm like, real easy. Yeah. I'm like, real easy? The hell? <laughs> like, do they know, even though you might downgrade a car, it, it's just a brand. You could see yeah. it top of the line, leather mm -hmm. seats, bells, and the same thing you get in a Mercedes. You mm -hmm. could get in a Toyota or a Lexus. The Lexus base model go with everything you want in the top of the line vehicle so yeah, people, yeah. I don't think so i'm like it's real easy i'm like because at the end of the day i'm not concerned about what other people got to say about this decision i'm making i'm like because when my bank account is looking on fat fat 
You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's looking on fat, fat. And when I retire in five and a half years, your girl can go back to driving. huh? That's that goal. Yeah. We going to talk. We really need to talk. Well, retire from my current job. (laughs) (laughs) You still going to be doing something in that range. Oh, yeah. I'm going to still be doing something. I'm just not going to, you know, my time will come to an end at 20 years. <laughs> but like, yes, I'm 40 and retired. <laughs> so um, yeah, but I just think like, you know, what if what you do ain't got to be based on what everybody else do. You don't have to be trying to keep up with the Joneses because you can't ever really keep up with them. And I feel like the Kardashians are the Joneses. Based on what they're doing, you can't keep up with them. They not the Joneses. Maybe a social media for the celebrities. Mm. Um, but everybody's journey is different. It depends on what what path you want to take. Yeah. Kardashians might be the Joneses for this group of people, but it could be a a baseball player in this realm or the local mayor in this realm you Mm -hmm. know just depending on what path what journey um because we all value different things and we find you know celebrities or people that we admire and try and take qualities from them and instill them in ourselves and so yeah everybody's path is different um what you may like somebody else may not like and like I said, I've said this on the show before, um, a, a, like a lot of things, like when it comes to relationship is going to be the same, like you mm-hmm. can't do everything that everybody else is doing. And that's just that, you know? So yeah, I say, yeah, that's it. So that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Kiki and with Coco. Tiffany, you want to let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media. And I know you selling Scentsy. So if y'all <laughs> want some Scentsy, hit my girl up. She stay keeping me with some Scentsy. I got to send her a package now, but, you know, she stays sending me some Scentsy. So, you know, if y'all need some, hit her up. Well, as long as you're in the South, because we're going to make that happen. <laughs> but um, on IG, um, I'm speechless TA6. Then with Sensi, I'm tcreations.sensi.us. And um, the same thing, if you search me by that on IG, you'll find my Sensi page. Yes. So I appreciate you for coming on the show this week. (laughs) And definitely can't wait to have you back so we can finish the rest of this conversation. But, um, you know, y'all can follow me on social media at Kikim with Coco on all platforms. You can keep up to date with all the episodes on my website, KikiMWithCocoPodcast.com. Um, If you want to reach out and just ask a question or, you know, say, hey, you're doing a good job, you can contact me on all the social medias, the website, you know, there's a way to contact me. But 
you know, as always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and until next time. Bye. Thank you.